Want to learn how to stop procrastinating? Let me show you three reasons why we procrastinate and the solutions to getting over those from a master procrastinator himself. Let's dig in. Welcome to The Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or a coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on? Uriel Kim here from Healthpreneur. Welcome. Uh, we help health professionals and coaches get clients and scale their coaching businesses online. Procrastination is a major issue, right? Procrastination is a major thing that holds people back from achieving greatness. And I want to share with you three reasons why we procrastinate, how to solve those issues. And here's why I can share this with you. Um, because I'm the master procrastinator. I actually almost failed graduating university because I thought that I could skip 20 hours of swimming, which was actually like an activity component for a kinesiology program, and avoid submitting some work that was due in that module, for instance, and somehow no one would notice. And what ended up happening is I got a letter from the dean about, a, I think, a month before graduating, uh, letting me know that I had this deficit of hours of swimming to make up and I wasn't going to get a credit, basically meaning I was not going to graduate if that was failed to be met. So I'm like, I'm not going to not graduate kinesiology because I decided not to swim for a few times, you know, a few classes. So anyways... What I had to do is I had to make up 20 hours of swimming classes in one week and I had to write a 20-page paper on procrastination. So I literally wrote the book on procrastination. So I've discovered a few things along the way. I want to share them with you here because I think they will help you out. And yeah, I think they'll essentially help you accomplish more in your business and in your life, okay? So number one, like as a, as a blanket statement, the reason we procrastinate is because it's more painful not to. Okay, so the reason we procrastinate is because it's more painful not to. Just keep that in mind as we dive into these three reasons why and using that as kind of like a filter for what I'm about to share with you. So number the number one reason that we, we procrastinate on something is because we just don't want to do it. Like, now, why don't we want to do it? Well, there's a couple reasons. Number one, maybe we associate too, too much pain to it. Um, it could be a bit too overwhelming, which I'll get to in a second. But let's just say that it's something we don't want to do because we associate the pain of doing it as being greater than not doing it, right? So we procrastinate because the pain of not procrastinating is greater. The pain of taking action we perceive is greater than if we didn't. I still have this show up in my life all the time. Accountant sends me an email, hey, I need to reconcile some payments from the last year for our financials. Where are these 10 uh, revenue sources, expenses? Can you let me know where those came from? And I'm thinking, my God, the last year? I don't even, like, maybe the last month, okay. But now I gotta, so here's what I'm thinking. Now I have to go back into my bank statements. I gotta do the digging. I gotta spend the time to find this stuff. And in my head, I've associated more pain to doing that than just ignoring it. So what ends up happening, and this, is ha this still happens to me, like I have to catch myself. What happens is I don't get the information to the accountant. They don't get the financials done. 
I don't have financials in the time frame I want it, and therefore I'm kind of shit out of luck, right? Now the reason that this becomes an issue, and let me let me so that that's I'll talk with two solutions to this right now. Um, but before I do, just a reminder: so we associate more pain to doing the thing than by just avoiding it, and we think that by avoiding it somehow it's going to dissolve. No, it doesn't go anywhere. It just stays there and gets bigger, and it's always in the back of our minds. And that drains our energy. Those incompletions drain our energy, and they're not good for our confidence. So how we solve that, number one, is we take action. Like, just do the freaking thing. Just do the thing. And in so doing, you'll end up noticing a lot of times that it wasn't as bad as we thought it was. That's kind of the same for anything. We make up this amazing story in our mind. We're really amazing fiction writers, if you think about it great storytellers at making things up that never exist. And a lot of times it's a fraction of how bad we thought it was going to be. So just do the thing, just get it done, especially if it's not a huge project that you can more or less take and, you know, take apart in a couple minutes. The second thing, <clears throat> if you're still stuck on taking action, is you need to associate a tremendous amount of pain to not doing so. So if we feel that it's more painful to take action than not take action, therefore we procrastinate, you need to associate a tremendous amount of pain to not taking action. So in the accountant example, I need to go down the rabbit hole and say, okay, if I don't get these numbers reconciled now, then I'm not going to get my financials by this date. If I don't submit my financials, then the government's going to come after us, wherever. I'm going to pay penalties. I'm not going to have financials ready. So if I have to make investments through this company, I can't even use those financials to show what they need to see. And now what that means is that I'm not going to be able to do this thing or this thing or this thing. And I'm literally starting to create a scenario in my head where it's like, dude, just get it freaking done. Okay? Because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. And if you can associate pain to not doing the thing, that's going to give you the impetus, the fuel to do the thing. So think about whatever it is, right? Think about the people you're going to let down. Think of the money it's going to cost you. Think of the confidence you're going to continue losing if you keep putting this off. You know, if it's from a, from a fitness perspective or a health and, you know, health and wellness perspective, all right, I don't want to work out today. Okay, cool. I don't feel like working out. I don't feel like working out. Why don't I feel like working out? Because it's less painful to sit on the couch than it is to sweat. Okay, if that's the case, cool. I can stay there. I'm not going to take action even though I know I need I should. So I need to start associating a massive amount of pain to sitting on the couch versus working out. Okay, if I sit on the couch, I'm not going to be consistent with my workouts. If I'm not consistent with my workouts, I'm going to pack on fat. If I pack on the fat, I'm going to look like a piece of shit. I'm not going to feel good. Excited. Like you got to like you got to you got to tell that story to yourself. You got to do whatever you got to do to get you off the couch into the gym. And once you're in the gym, as always, it's never as bad as we think it's going to be, okay? So that's the first reason why we procrastinate how to solve it. Okay? Second reason we procrastinate is quite simple. Is that we feel the thing that we're procrastinating on is too overwhelming. And the reason we don't do anything on it is because we're literally paralyzed. Our brain gets into fight or flight and it's like driving through fog. 
you're not going to be able to put the foot on the accelerator if you can't see 10 feet in front of you. So what we're seeing is this cloud of like this cloudiness, this fogginess in our mind. We can't clearly see the steps to go from here to the outcome. I'm not saying you have to have all your ducks in a row. I'm not saying you'll ever know all the steps. But in a given project, one of the ways, well, it's kind of the same thing. So the way that we solve this is how you would eat an elephant, as they say, one bite at a time. It's the same thing here. You have to take that overwhelming big thing and chunk it down. And that big thing might not be a very big thing. It might be a small thing, but in our heads, we're making it to be a big thing. So this goes into, this. I mean, this borders into strategic planning and goal setting, like how you set your goals can make a big difference as to whether or not you do anything toward their attainment. If you say, you know, one of my goals for this week is to update website. Like, okay, what, is, what does that mean? Like that, that can be anything, right? So what we need to do is we need to say, okay, what is the outcome that I want? And what are the steps to get me there? How do I chunk it down? All right, redo headline on websites to be clear and concise. Okay, cool. I can, all right, redo, maybe there's a better word. Um, brainstorm five new, let's not even five, brainstorm three new headlines. Okay, step one, step two. Choose one headline that best represents what our business is all about. Step three, log into WordPress, copy paste headline onto page. So what I'm doing here is I'm taking my brain away from like uh, this ethereal concept into very step-by-step visual action steps I can see in my mind that take a couple moments, couple seconds, couple minutes at most And I can start to check them off as like, yep, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that. And now it doesn't seem like this overwhelming task, but something that is very, very bite-sized and achievable. So that's the second reason why we procrastinate, overwhelm, and how to overcome that. The third reason is understanding that procrastination can actually be really helpful for us. Because procrastination, the third reason why we don't do something is because it's simply not meaningful enough to us. And so this is actually a positive thing because you can learn a lot about yourself by the things you don't want to do. I hate editing. I don't like editing writing. I would rather speak. So I will go to great lengths to avoid editing unless it's an absolute must. So the the thing here is that if you can start to become more self-aware, so I'm going to give you context here in two ways, personally as well as business. If you can understand what is not meaningful to you in the sense of like, number one, it's not moving you towards your bigger vision, or number two, it's just something not in your zone of genius, then that's going to give you some good insight into maybe this is something that in the context of business or uh, certain other tasks, you don't need to do. So right now, as I'm shooting this video, we have a chef in our kitchen who's making us dinners for the next couple nights. That's huge for us because I don't enjoy making dinner all the time. I'll make it when I want to, but you know, when you want to do something, it doesn't lead to sustainable results. So three things we can do here. As I just mentioned, you can delegate it. So I don't want to make dinner every night. I'm delegating it to someone who loves doing that. My zone of genius is doing this. My zone of genius is not spending time in the kitchen, okay? Even though I enjoy it 
every now and again. So that is a sign to be like, okay, cool. You don't enjoy doing that. It's still important to eat well. You're not going to order from Uber Eats every night. So let's delegate this and figure out a better solution. I don't enjoy cutting the grass. So either the grass grows uncontrollably or I delegate that to someone who does that and enjoys it. Well, I don't, actually, I don't care if they enjoy it, but let's just say it's their business. I'm going to hire someone to mow the lawn. I don't enjoy doing dishes. I have four kids. I will not do dishes for the rest of my life while they live at home because that's part of their responsibility now. So this is how I've identified certain things in my life. And those are just, just a few examples of things that I can delegate based on the fact that they're not meaningful to me in terms of my time and energy and what's, you know, what, what's most valuable for me to do, okay? Now, on the flip side of that is personal things like health. If you want to get in better shape, you can't delegate that. You can't delegate someone to run for you. You can't delegate someone to do bench press for you. You can't delegate someone to sweat for you. So in those cases where it's something that you have to do, like the nice thing about business is like you can delegate a lot of things, right? But with your personal health, you have to do the thing. And so the key there is very much like we talked about before, it's kind of attaching pain to not doing the thing. You can do that here as well. But the other thing too is attaching better meaning to the very thing. So you have a bigger um, attachment to doing it. So let's say that I want to work out, but I'm not working out. So I'm like, okay, like why am I not working out? Like, what, what, like what's going on here? What's going on in the, in the head? Like maybe I don't like the form of working out. Like maybe I don't like going to the gym. I would, I'm not saying me personally in this case, but like I, in this case, I would rather play four hours of tennis a day than spend one, one hour in the gym. That's me personally. So if the only way for me to get in shape was to work out in the gym, I'm not going to be super enthused about doing that. So I need to find a way to either play tennis or find a way to connect a better meaning to working out in the gym where I associate more positive than negative to doing so. So I'm like, hey, if I can do this in the gym, it's going to get me in better shape for tennis. I'm going to look better. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to do, like, do whatever. Again, these are all mind like hacks, right? To get us to do the thing we know we need to do, but we don't want to do. So we want to associate a better positive experience or outcome to that thing that we can't necessarily delegate, okay? Let's go back to the business side of things or you know, chores, tasks in your life. The other way, if it's not meaningful to you, if it's, if it's something that's not meaningful to you, delete it, delete it. So as an example, um, a little while ago, we decided to change direction with our podcast and started interviewing people on the show. And I noticed myself, it was weird. Like I was, I was at a point where I was hoping like these guests would cancel. And I was like, dude, what's going on here? And then I realized I'm like, these aren't the caliber of people I want to be speaking with. And I don't enjoy spending, you know, two hours a day, you know, across different interviews, interviewing other people that, again, I don't want to sound like an egomaniac, but are not playing life at a higher level than I am. I felt like there were a lot of sales calls, 
Um, the reason they're not on the YouTube channel anymore is for that reason, right? Um, I just didn't feel the quality of the interviews were, were at the level where, you know, we wanted to keep it, keep it going. So I made a decision. I said, listen, like, I'm not enjoying this. That's the most important thing is I am not looking forward to these interviews. I do not enjoy this. I would much rather do what I'm doing here, speaking to camera, just sharing my stuff. And we decided, well, I made the decision. I'm no longer doing interviews except for the select few that are with amazing people. And that's going to be 5% or less of the stuff we produce. So I deleted that part of our process because I didn't enjoy doing it and it wasn't meaningful to me. And I don't think it was the best use of my time to just ask people questions who were playing at a lower level in business than I was. I don't think it was adding a tremendous amount of value to our audience. So if it's not meaningful to you, there's a clue in there that's going to tell you something about how you operate. You can delete it, you can delegate it. Or you can attach a bigger, better meaning so it's more positive to you, if that makes sense. Okay? So those are the three reasons we procrastinate. Number one, as a reminder, is that we don't want to do it because maybe we associate too much pain to doing the thing. Number two is it's overwhelming up here. Or number three, it's just not meaningful enough to us. So anyways, if you've enjoyed that, let me know. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the little button around this video or just below. Uh, I've also got a video that I'd suggest you watch next, which is on how to be more productive, especially in the morning. So if you're someone who wants to stop procrastinating, I think you'll really enjoy that because I'll show you how to get more stuff done more in the first couple hours of your day than most people do in some cases in a week. So if you value that, watch the video. It's the link. Uh, I'll link up for it below in the description. Thank you once again for taking the time for joining me. I appreciate you. I look forward to seeing you in the next video. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search health printer and you'll find all of our great videos there as well that's all for today i appreciate your time and your attention keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode